know, I would turn to her and I'd be like, mom, I love these Jimmy Choo shoes, but like, I really could use help with my rent or I could use help with food and things like that. And she was like, nope. You're listening to Financial Grown Up with me, certified financial planner, Bobby Rebel, author of How to Be a Financial Grown Up. And you know what? Being a grown up is really hard, especially when it comes to money, but it's okay. We're going to get there together. I'm going to bring you one money story from a financial grown-up, one lesson, and then my take on how you can make it your own. We got this. Hey, everyone. My friend Randy Zuckerberg is known for a lot of things. It would take the entire podcast to name them all. Let's do some highlights. She is a best-selling author. You may have read her book, Dot Complicated. She is a Broadway actress and singer that has starred in Rock of Ages. She is also the founder and CEO of Zuckerberg Media. Randy is also the force behind Sue's Tech Kitchen. She's got a weekly Sirius XM show, and oh, she created a little thing called Facebook Live. But the most recent project for this wife and mom is Pick 3, which is a book about priorities. And with all that Randy has going on, you bet she has had to get a handle on how to focus on what matters most, even if that changes every day. Welcome, everyone. So glad you are joining us. The show has been growing, and we have a lot of new listeners. We keep it short, just so you guys know, to fit it into your schedule. Think of it like flex time for podcasts. We also advocate for a little work-life balance. So we're going to take a little break here, and we're bringing back some of our favorite episodes like this one. Here is Randy Zuckerberg. Randy Zuckerberg, you are a financial grown-up. Welcome to the podcast. Thanks so much, Bobby. It's great to be here. Major congratulations. Another, in this case, soon-to-be bestseller, your new book, Pick Three, You Can Have It All, Just Not Every Day. We're going <laughs> to talk more about that later on. But just high level, this is something that you've had in your head basically for your whole adult life. Tell us briefly about the concept, and then we'll do more about the book later. Sure. Well, we're all juggling so many things. I know you and I, we both, you know, we're entrepreneurs, we're moms. I feel like there's so much pressure on all of us to be perfect at everything we do, especially you log on to Instagram and everyone's lives look so perfect and so amazing. And then it's easy to sit there and think, gosh, how come I don't have my act together? Why don't I have it all and have that perfect balance? And, um, What I've really started to feel over the years is that it's just, it's time for us to stop carrying so much guilt around. Nobody has it all. Nobody has perfect balance, no matter what their lives might look like on Instagram. And so when I thought about the times in my life, I felt most proud of my accomplishments. It was not when I was balanced. It was when I gave myself permission to just prioritize and go for it in a few areas of my life. So that's what I'm writing about. It's called Pick Three, and it's uh, Work, Sleep, Family, Friends, Fitness, Pick Three. Awesome. And by the way, just to show how much I love this book and how obsessed I am, I actually made notes in the book already. You can learn more about Randy's philosophy on social media and how our lives always look better online. Page 211. That was one of the things that I flagged. So that's how good her book is. I have a book full of little post-it notes. Okay, we're going to go back to the book, but I want to talk about your money story because it's something that I actually related to because something very similar happened when I was a young adult, in my case, also in New York City. Tell us your money story because it has to do with the way that your mother taught you to earn your own money, but yet still was supporting you in different ways. 
Totally. And it's funny because I didn't really learn the lesson of this story until many years later in the moment. It felt kind of random. And now I'm so thankful to my mom for that. So in the book, I actually, I go a bit deeper into the story, but when I was right out of college, I landed a job at an ad agency. I was making, I think like $28,000 a year, which, you know, to live in Manhattan, that just doesn't work. No, I was in this apartment that was probably supposed to be a one bedroom, but there were four of us that were living in it. And my part of the apartment was like a fake wall partitioning <laughs> off a corner. Of probably the illegal room. too. Yeah, we know I'm all sure, about those. Yes, I'm sure it was illegal <laughs> and it was taking up, you know, an entire paycheck every month. And uh, my mom uh, lived about an hour outside of the city. We've always been such close friends, my mom and I, and uh, she would come into the city to take me out for dinner because I definitely couldn't afford to go to a restaurant on my own. And then she would be like, let me help you out. And she would take me shopping and she would buy me like fancy shoes, like Jimmy Choo, like the fan. Where were you shoes. going in the Jimmy uh, Choo's? I know. And I would be like, mom, that's so nice of you to buy me Jimmy Choo shoes. But can you help me pay my rent? Like that's where I really need or, help uh, right Or now. at one point you couldn't buy a Metro card, right? That's right. There was one month that I had to walk everywhere because I didn't budget well and I couldn't afford the $120 or whatever it was at that time for a monthly Metro card. And so I walked everywhere in Manhattan for a month. That's kind of the state of how I was living. Were you walking everywhere in the Jimmy Choo's though? I know, right? Luckily <laughs> I had fancy shoes to walk in. So, you know, good, good for that. But, um, I, you know, I would turn to her and I'd be like, mom, I love these Jimmy Choo shoes, but like, I really could use help with my rent or I could use help with, with like food and things like that. And she was like, nope. She was like, you know, it's really important that you make it on your own. You're a professional woman. It's really important that you cover the basics of your life on your own. She's like, but I'm here to show you what to aspire to, what wow. the reason that you're working hard and to show you that it's okay when you do make that money later in life to treat yourself and to spend a little bit of that money on yourself. Nice. So for our listeners, what is the lesson from that? What is the takeaway? How can they apply it to their own lives? For me at the time, it definitely felt a little frustrating. Like it felt, it was frustrating that I could barely afford a Metro card, but you know, I had this closet full of beautiful designer shoes, but you know, at the end, when I do look back now on those periods of my life, like I'm proud of myself for supporting myself, even though it was hard. Um, and even though I was barely making uh, any money at all, I look back on those years with pride that I took care of all my own living expenses, that I made it on my own. And I actually, I still have those Jimmy Choo shoes in my closet as kind of a, a reminder, you know, the first big girl items that I really ever owned. And they always serve as a reminder to me that, you know, the reason that we work so hard in life, it's not just to accumulate wealth or status. It's so that like we can, we can treat ourselves and we can treat the people we love and we can really enjoy our lives and our money. And so would you do the same lesson with your own children, knowing what you know now? Maybe I would keep the receipt in the box in case <laughs> they, you know, needed to return it to like help pay their rent. You know, my mom. Used so to wait, did you ever try to home. return the shoes? 
No, she purposely would take the receipts home with her. So I couldn't. And in those days, you know, there wasn't like eBay to sell them on or things like that. But, um, you know, honestly, if my if my kids were motivated and ambitious and driven enough to think of ways to resell them, then, you know, it, that's great. That's teaching them an entrepreneurial lesson. All right, let's talk about your money tip because it's something we haven't talked about here on Financial Grown Up in part because I don't know a lot about it. And that's kind of your point. What is your money tip? So my money tip is to make sure that you're not just focusing all of your effort on learning about the systems that are already in place. Make sure that you're spending some time thinking about the new financial trends that are going to be coming out in the next few years. Specifically, I think the biggest trend that's going to hit this industry is cryptocurrency and blockchain. I know I've personally spent a lot of time over the past two years learning about this space and educating myself. And I think it's so important for women, especially to learn about the space, because right now, only about 2% of cryptocurrency is owned and traded by women. And ladies, like, what's the use of catching up with our financial knowledge over here, if we're then just going to be completely left behind in 10 years on the next new thing that's making all of these new millionaires. I don't know about you guys, I don't want to be left out of the next thing that's making all these millionaires. So I think it's really important, even if you're not investing in the space to at least understand it enough to be able to participate. Where is the best place people can learn more about it? I love listening to a lot of podcasts. I actually am so passionate about educating women that I literally just sat in my closet with a microphone this week and recorded a two-hour introduction to Bitcoin and blockchain that I'm about to release. So I'll definitely give you more information on that. And it's specifically designed to teach women the basics of crypto. Perfect. So now we have where we can go. I will make sure to put the link in to the show notes for everyone. So that's your gift to our listeners. Thank you so much, Randy. This is great. Okay, so now we get back to what I really want to talk about. So I've got this book here with all of these. I sort of almost ran out of post-it notes because I have so many post-it notes in the book and we have to keep it short because this is a short podcast, but it's basically about being lopsided and being okay with that. And that's kind of almost how you got into college was just saying, I'm not going to apologize for not being balanced. Totally. Well, I think, and I'm sure, Bobby, when you think about the things in your life you're most proud of, like the things you hope we're alive to tell our great grandkids about, you know, each of us have, you know, three or four things on that list that we're super proud of. It's probably not times in your life that you were super well balanced. Like for me, that list right now is like completing a marathon, singing on Broadway, like being part of Facebook and having my two children. And not one of those four things happened when I had balance in my life. All of those things happened like when I really allowed myself to just go for it and be super lopsided and prioritize a few areas of my life at one time. And so I want to give especially women out there permission to, you know, pick three, pick a few things in your life that you want to prioritize because there will be other times and other phases to pick other things and round out your life. But just, you know, give yourself the permission to go for it and be excellent in whatever you want to do without the guilt. I love it. One of my favorite areas was when you talk about quick fixes if you're feeling exhausted. And I say that because this book is also very practical because people feel overwhelmed. And there are very specific solutions in the book. Even at the end, there's like worksheets so that people can make it 
applicable to their own lives and really make it specific and actionable. Thank you. Well, you know, I live in the real world. In an ideal world, we'd all be getting a lot of sleep every night and the and going to the gym and spending time with our children every day and doing all of these things. But at the end of the day, we all live in the real world. And I know that there are some days that you just cannot pick sleep, like your kids are sick, you have a, a deadline at work, there's something going on, you have an early plane to catch. So I tried to also, you know, while encouraging people to pick different areas, also tried to give some hacks to actually get around it and still function in your life if you can't pick that one area. So it's three in the main, the five things that you're picking three from are sleep, work, friends, family, and fitness. And the great thing about the book is you break down each one. Yes, I try to break it down. And I also, I really tried to interview a mixture of people across all ages and walks of life, because if you're in the position that you can pick which areas of your life you want to prioritize, like then you're in a real state of privilege that everything in your life is going so well that you can choose. There are a lot of people out there who have life circumstances where they just can't choose what they want to focus on. Life picks for them. And so I wanted to make sure that all different people were represented. Brandy, where can people find you and learn more about everything you're up to, including pick three? Thank you so much. I have been known to be available on a few social media a channels, few. <laughs> you know, like Facebook and ones owned by Facebook. But yes, you can find me on Facebook, on Instagram and Twitter. I'm at Randy Zuckerberg. And then pick three is available on Amazon or any of your favorite bookstores. I love indie bookstores and promoting them. So, you know, go pick it up at, at a cool indie bookstore near you. Congratulations on all and keep in touch. Thank you so much, Bobby. This is awesome. Love your podcast. Hey friends, I think we all have a good sense of how Randy stays so grounded despite literally being on the go all the time. I have been personal witness to that. Prioritize and keep perspective. Financial grown-up tip number one, you may have noticed that one area of Randy's book really hit me. All of our lives look like so much fun online. So many of us, myself included, have felt a little wistful when we see photos and videos of friends who always seem to be vacationing while in the perfect outfit and going to a fantastic concert where, of course, they get to see Beyonce and hang out with her and Jay-Z backstage. Just kidding, but only about part of that. But we are all actually usually happy that they're having fun. It's not necessarily competitive, but still. Remember, it is a curated version of their life. Real life can't be edited and filters don't work outside of the digital world. Randy's advice that really resonates with me, flip that back to what you can control and be a little more intentional about what you post, about the image that you put out there to other people. Don't just post your own perfect moments. Try to be more authentic with your social media and maybe we'll all get the hint and be a little more real. Financial grown-up tip number two, let's all go out and learn about Bitcoin. I said learn, not invest, though you can if it's right for you. The truth is, as Randy said, we may be missing a big opportunity. I always think of famous investors like Warren Buffett who say they don't invest in anything they don't understand. So let's understand and make a decision from a point of understanding and information. I was recently at a retreat called Statement Event. It was women thought leaders, a very small group of us, about 17. We had dinner with a CEO of a company called Empower. And he asked this group of all women, how many of us talked about Bitcoin as an investment option for our followers or listeners? The room got silent. 
He asked, had we really investigated? Nope. I'm going to check out Randy's tutorial and I will leave the link for you guys as well. Let me know what you think. Make sure to pick up your copy of her new book, Pick Three. You can have it all, just not every day. And write a review for Randy. Authors love reviews. Thank you all for your support. The show has been growing, so please keep sharing on social media, writing reviews on iTunes, aka Apple Podcasts, and subscribing if you have not already so you don't miss any upcoming episodes. To learn more about the show, go to bobbyrebell.com forward slash financial grown-up podcast. Follow me on Twitter at bobbyrebell, Instagram at bobbyrebell1, Facebook, I am at bobbyrebell. Randy Zuckerberg really nailed it in this episode, helping us all get one step closer to being financial grown-ups. Financial Grown-Up with Bobby Rebel is edited and produced by Steve Stewart and is a BRK Media production.